What's up, everybody? Before we start the podcast, I want to give a shout out to our three of our new Patreon subscribers, AJ Sawyer, Dustin Sadik, and John Mazzaferro. We appreciate the support. Uh, we will go through the details of the Patreon account, but if you want to sign up, you want more information, check out patreon.com backslash Chick Foley Show. Now, Alexa, who is this? Who are you? Uh, that's EC3. I'm going to take over this interview now, okay? I got some rapid-fire questions. Who are you? What does EC3 mean? Where are EC1 and 2? Who does your hair? Are you a Creed fan? You look like a Creed fan to me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Chick Foley Show. I am Phil Gentile, a.k.a. the Hot Take Kid. I am in the in-law suite here at the uh, on location at the in-law's house. And uh, Sheena Phelps, Chick Foley, is the, uh, across the country out in Honolulu. How are you, Sheena? I'm good. I am not in my in-law's uh, suite, a.k.a. <laughs> the parents' basement. So, um How's it? How's it going over there? Not too bad. I got some some home cooked meals. Got uh, the the commute is a little bit longer, which isn't fun, but uh, everything else has been pretty good. Got help with the young in, and uh, was able to go out and watch the Super Bowl at a buddy's house, and have the have the uh, mother in law watch the kids. So that was cool. So it's it's got some perks. It's it's gonna get old in a couple of weeks, but uh, you know. Yeah, they making some good progress on the house on the yeah, genteel casa. It's looking good. It's looking good. The uh, the Mark Cave. 2.0 hasn't started yet, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the kitchen's looking like it's almost uh, getting there. So yeah, it's 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 coming along. Priorities, priorities. You got to have <laughs> the kitchen first. You can move back in without the Mark Cave, uh, oh, but you got you to have a place to fry some eggs. I know, I know for sure. I got the detolf ready to go. Uh, we got a pretty cool show here. Let's give uh, a shout out. We set up a Patreon account uh, about a week ago. We've been working on it for about a month or two me and Sheena, and uh, we have released the details on the show last week. And nothing with the show that we currently record is changing at all. We're still going to do a free episode for you guys each and every single week, but uh, we're going to do some cool extra content for people. We've had a good number of people sign up, which has been awesome, and we gave them a shout-out at the beginning of the show. We'll get to their names in a minute, but uh, we just want everyone to uh, check it out. It's patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show, Sheena, and a lot of cool stuff. You recorded a unboxing video and put it up there on a YouTube link. And uh, I'm working on an article for my WrestleMania dream card for uh, WrestleMania 35. So we're going to have a bunch of cool stuff on there. It's going to be a pretty fun uh, spot for people to kind of hang out and check out some extra content. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited about it. Um, I recorded the Unboxing Mania. We used to do it live on the uh, Instagram stories, but um, it's actually really nice to like record a full video and put it on YouTube. We've had so many people ask us to do unboxings on YouTube, so if that's something that you're into or something that you're interested in, like head over to Patreon, man. We're going to start cranking them out because you know the, the Foley fam, we get, we get figs all the time over here. 
for sure. I had some cool ideas of some future shows. We, uh, I went to the Patreons and asked them what they want our first exclusive episode to be, and it's going to be our first bracket. We're going to do the 32 best gimmicks in wrestling history, and uh, we're going to do like a March Madness style bracket with 32. We're going to pick them out, and me and you are going to go you know, matchup by matchup, and uh, it's going to be pretty fun, and we're going to kind of let the Patreons pick what we'll do every single month, and uh, I'm excited, man. I had an idea for uh, some ideas for a wwe network uh you know potential shows so i want to do an episode with you on that i want to see that new page movie coming out and and we can do a movie review so there's a bunch of cool stuff but like i said nothing's going to change with the current podcast um it ranges from a dollar five dollars ten dollars all the way up to 50 uh definitely check it out if you're a fan of the show where this is not me and sheena are not going to buy uh gucci shoes with this money we are using it for you know equipment for the uh the podcast uh speak for yourself <laughs> well yeah i can't yeah uh but uh, so, <laughs> some figures to give away some shirts and stuff but yeah anything to help create the uh you know grow the podcast bigger is gonna is what we're gonna use it for so it'll be pretty good and uh, we want to give a shout out to those folks right now. So uh, we, we did at the beginning of the show. Mike Lanham is one of them. John, John Mazzaferro. Yeah, buddy. Dustin Sadek, who I just started following on Instagram. And he, uh, he actually should be hosting the show with you because he has a sick collection of all kinds of not just wrestling figures. Uh, he is on Instagram at it's a Dustin underscore WWF, I believe it is. And, yeah, uh, he's he's got lots of he's uh, into horror too, which is right at right at my alley. So yep. yeah, he's he's killing it. I thank God every night. I don't. I'm not into that NECA stuff because I can see it's a slippery. The, the more and more I see you posting stuff about him and AJ posting stuff about him, there's some pretty cool looking figures. And uh, AJ is another one. AJ Sawyer. You can follow him on Instagram. Big mouth. Yep, Big Mouth AJ. So uh, and Johnny, I believe is. You can follow John on Instagram at Super Nerdy Toys, and then you can follow Mike at Mike Lanham, L-A-N-H-A-M. Uh, those are our four Patreons so far. We hope to get some more. If you listen to the show, definitely check it out, and uh, that, we won't bug you about that anymore. But, uh, yeah, we definitely have some cool stuff in the pipeline for that, uh, so check that out there. Um, check us out and awesome. sh- shoot us any questions or thoughts, concerns at askchickfoley at gmail.com or slip into the DMs over at, at Chick Foley, and uh, always use the hashtag Ask Chick Foley for any uh, listener questions. We have some shirts available at ProWrestlingTees.com, and right now I'm going to send Sheena a email with our newest design uh, done, oh. by, done by our buddy Jason Wolf. So uh, before I uh, let the cat out of the bag, we're not going to post this to any social media yet. I wanted her to see it. Uh, I reached out to him. He's Jason WLF on Twitter. And he does some cool work for the Fully Opposable podcast, so I wanted to reach out to him and see if he could do something for us. So, uh, took oh some- man, we have a we have some live reaction here. This is new. I have not seen this yet. So, you, do you have it pulled up? Yeah, I'm the only one I, that's I, seen this. Me and Jason, he did all the work. I just came up with the idea. Oh man, how, I am digging it. How sick is that? Right? It is. The sickness. I cannot wait to buy it. I'm going to buy like 10 shirts of that, and that's all I'm going to wear ever. 
but uh, I'm already I'm already envisioning uh, all my action figures wearing this. Shirt. Oh, there you oh. go. Yeah, we yeah. Got, we're going to post this uh, photo onto the Patreon, so those folks will be able to see it first, and then we'll get it up onto Instagram and Twitter and all those places probably in the next week or so. So check it out for there. And our shirts are available on ProWrestlingTees.com. So that's all the plugging that I want to do right now. Sheena, you have a couple things you want to touch on before we get into Raw and SmackDown. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Um, we have um, our buddies over at uh, for the title. I don't know if you guys. I mean, I've I've talked about them on the stories and stuff, but um, I love I love their stuff. I have their their championship um, edition of their first of their first comic, and it is just so mage. So. They have a Kickstarter going on for their incredible webcomic for the title. Um, and like I said, I've been a fan of these guys for a long time. And I they are just, I cannot wait to get my hands on the complete series. So that's what they're putting together with their Kickstarter is every single panel that they've ever put together um, on their Instagram um, in one place for you to just, you know, and just take all in. And I'm super pumped. So make sure you go over to at, uh, at for the title and check out their stuff and then go to uh, they have a link in their bio for their Kickstarter page. And they have all kinds of different amazing tiers with all kinds of different prizes and things like that. And I love them just because they like they support all kinds of other Mark artists and let people draw panels for them. You can get drawn into a panel yourself, which I think is super cool. So definitely check those guys out um, and support them. Nice. Yeah, we'll post the uh, link onto Instagram and Twitter in the next uh, 24 hours or so, so check that out there. Uh, we also mm-hmm. wanted to let everyone know to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and give us a review. on. Uh, if you do listen on iTunes, give us a five-star review if you can. We are doing a Dean Ambrose Memorial uh, Elite giveaway at the end of this show. What is the yeah. What are the qualifications that people had to do for that? So in honor of Dean leaving the WWE, we decided that we had to give away the Elite 63 Dean Ambrose figure to one lucky mark. So what they had to do is send us um, a DM or an email at askchickfoley at gmail.com and let us know, you know, what they think Dean's going to do after (laughs) with all of his newfound free time now that he's no longer going to be on the road with uh, WWE all year. So um, we got some amazing responses. We picked our top three that we're going to be reading at the the end of the show and we're going to be announcing our winner. Um, But guys, thank you all so much for participating. Some of these guys, some of these gave us, literal lol so um i'll see what i can do about getting um all the different ones posted in the story so you guys can can read all the ones that we got but we will be announcing the winners in our top three uh here on the show today very nice we had dean ambrose at the uh, intro of the podcast this week with uh his appearance on raw who uh since he's uh, announced or since the wwe has announced that he's leaving he seems to be turning a corner man he's pretty entertaining and uh, one of the few bright spots of Raw this week. Give me your overall thoughts on this episode of Raw as we're kind of in the uh, – uh, we're on the road to WrestleMania, but we're still at the Wawa, you know, getting some snacks before we get on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I thought overall – okay, overall Raw was – pretty lackluster in my opinion like nothing really happened it was kind of boring um you know i hate to come on here and just like trash and be negative there were some like really really high spots so um i don't want to like crap all over it because there was um the becky stuff at the at the top of the show was really amazing um but other than that i just felt like I mean, EC3 and Dean Ambrose fought, um, which, like you said, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, they were clowning on each other. And then there was the whole Alexa Bliss, EC3, like, sexual tension, awkwardness that I didn't understand. Um, But, yeah, I think Dean's lost all his give a Fs. And um, he's just kind of like... He's he's pretty awesome right now, even though he's losing (laughs) all the time. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting because... 
you know, I thought this was a, a total, and I don't know if it's still a work or not because it's it's interesting. It's they're kind of blurring the lines here. But if if he was off, if he was going to be off television, if he was, you know, they would probably just sit him on the shelf and not use him. So for him to be on the show prominently like he is, I, I got to feel like he's maybe just taking a break or you know, kind of taking six months to rest up. But that doesn't make sense either because he just came back from an injury where he was out for you know almost a year. So uh, either way, I think it's. I think it's real, man. I think he's gone. I think literally it's just a matter of they're going to use him until um, until it's over. And then, you know, I think I think he's gone after that. I, I, at first, I was wondering whether I was getting worked because I, I have to admit, sometimes I get worked. Like, I hate to admit that, but after all these years, sometimes I still get worked. And no, that's um, not, not a shame to admit. That's a good thing. That means they're doing <laughs> something right if they can work somebody who's been watching the product for that long, you know? True, true. But sometimes I feel like a mark. I'm like, oh God, I totally yeah. got worked, you know. Um, but I, like I said, I try to keep things like on a surface level and watch for enjoyment. So I think that's probably why I get worked. But I think this is legit um, because, like you said, like we said last week, like this is unprecedented. Like we've never had WWE just announce someone out of the company before their actual release, especially months in advance. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird, but uh, mm-hmm. I did not like. Well, I, I'm I'm really afraid of what they're doing with Becky Lynch because I'm I'm about a hundred percent sure that now Stephanie McMahon is going to be inserted as a, some sort of special referee for this match, and uh, now that they're going to be honoring Ric Flair next week, I know Charlotte's going to be there on Raw, and I really hope we're not getting a triple threat. I was really hoping to see Ronda and Becky as you know, as Charlotte's probably my favorite wrestler in the WWE, so I you know I'm not shitting on mm-hmm. her there, but. I just wanted to see that one-on-one match, and I'm, I don't like where this is going. I know we have 60 days till it, till it happens, but still. Yeah, you know, um, Becky, um, for both shows, Becky was single-handedly the best thing on both shows this week. I mean, her her um, moment with Stephanie and all that and was, was awesome. The moment with Triple H was incredible. And, you know, my knee-jerk reaction was kind of the same as you, right? It was to hate the suspension angle because I knew once that was happening, I knew exactly what they were doing. You know, they were trying to find a way to slide, to slide Charlotte into it. Um, but after giving it a while to digest, like, I, I really do like where they're going with it. You know, when Triple H was talking to her about being afraid of Rhonda and like clawing up and kind of like self-sabotaging, I loved, I love this buildup for the match. Um, but what I'm afraid of is like you said, like they're going to insert Charlotte and the payoff is not going to be as satisfying, Exactly. you know? Um, but I think, I, I think they're just going to, they're going to protect Rhonda. I, I mean, I love Rhonda. I think she should be protected because she is a legitimate fighter. Um, but I do think this is Becky's moment. Um, as much as I hate to like, you know, I would hate to see Rhonda get beat on the grandest stage of them all. Um, this is Becky's moment. And my, in my opinion, they're going to have Charlotte come in, be the sacrificial lamb, kind of like how Roman was at 31. So they still protected Brock because Seth got the pin on Roman. I think it's going to be the same, same situation. They're going to protect Rhonda. You know, Becky's going to get the pin on Charlotte and, uh, you know, then Becky will still have her her WrestleMania moment, and you know it doesn't it doesn't degrade degrade Ronda at all. But to me, like that's not what I'm there for. You know, I mean, I know that Charlotte and I've seen Charlotte and Becky fight before. You know, I know they can they can beat each other. I've seen, um, you know, uh, that Charlotte can dominate Ronda. I'm there to see head to head Becky versus Ronda square off. You know. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's what we've been kind of led to believe for so long. And um, what I don't want to do is then then we get a Ronda Becky match at like extreme rules in like some throwaway thing, which is they do way too often. You know, like 
if they're going to do this, then still give us, you know, save that nut until SummerSlam or something when we get the one-on-one, you know. But uh, right, I mean, I mean if- they need to do it now. They need to do it now because like the thing about the WWE is like you never know. Yep. Like the the audience is fickle, fickle, fickle. <laughs> you know, so you you have no idea what's going to happen by you know SummerSlam. I mean, the, there could be a whole new landscape of yeah, WWE injuries, by, by summer. You know, yeah, exactly. You never know what can happen. Who's going to get called up? So you have to capitalize on this right freaking now while it's red hot. You know, if you don't give it to us at Mania, it's never going to be the same. It's it's like the the Shield reunion. You know, they kept dragging it on and and something kept happening. You know. Roman got suspended and then there was injuries and it just never quite came together and we never got that satisfactory moment. I mean, we got a shield reunion, but it wasn't what we all anticipated the the shield reunion to be like, you know? Um, and I think that's what, what will happen if they just don't give us Becky and Rhonda head to head at, at mania, you know, and initially when we were doing our TLC preview, you know, I was thinking, remember I was like, you know, Becky's going to win the rumble. Charlotte's going to have the SmackDown title. And then, you know, Becky's going to go for both titles. And I thought like, that would be a cool, a cool angle for that, you know, but now that Oscar's the, the champ and it doesn't seem that that's going to be the case. Like I think Charlotte just waters down this whole, few like she's kind of like a wet blanket on this like burning hot coal you know i totally agree and uh i was kind of puzzled why uh sasha banks cries after every single match now what oh god she's i mean she's done that for years lord she she can't keep it together and i and i love sasha like i I think she's a great athlete and i think she's a great you know um i think she has a great character but god i'm so tired of this was a this was a throwaway match on raw this wasn't like they didn't win the tag team titles or something this was just a regular match on raw and she's like getting emotional and hugging you know they're hugging after the match that just you know kind of ruins it uh kurt angle was going to make some sort of announcement i guess we were led to believe he was going to retire and then he ends up wrestling in a tag team match with braun Strowman against uh, i don't even want to talk about this that uh, literally i i'm so yeah. over this like i can't even take it like what what is it doing for anyone to like beat up old kurt angle you know what i'm saying like how are you and why baron corbin why is baron corbin like i like corbin but like why is he still in this like you know the front and center of raw <laughs> yeah and i mean and, and i was hoping for bigger things for mcintyre after the rumble and doesn't seem like right. we're getting that and Strowman is just you know, Strowman a, a, a year ago was was the hottest thing in wrestling, and now we're kind of treading water. So, I guess the best match on Raw was was that Leo Rush match against uh, Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. That was a really good yeah. match, and it seems like every episode has that one that one. You know, besides that, I can't think of another match that stood out. But that was a really good match. Yeah, it was it was surprising, you know. Um, but uh, again, it. I don't like anything that has to do with like Bobby Lashley, but no. <laughs> uh, but I, I do love Finn Balor and those white boots though. I like that look. I didn't even I didn't even notice. I guess I w- I was working out while Raw was on, so I was like you know just tuning in. Like I wasn't even paying attention to Finn's boots, but I now have to. Uh, I'll have to go same, back. Yeah, and you kind of wore the same ones for uh, Royal Rumble. Just changed his look nice. up a little bit. Um, let's see what else is it. There wasn't too much to talk about. I mean, the EC EC three thing was weird. He's still kind of not talking and uh dean ambrose came out and then it's just another weird segment with naya and tamina coming out and then dean ambrose come i just don't know where they're going with all this stuff and you know we're getting are we getting closer to intergender tag team matches or uh, what's what's the end game here 
Yeah, I don't know either. Well, and I mean, they're going to have, I think Moment of Bliss is just going to have to go. I had really high hopes for it, but it, every time I see it is going to be on Raw, I'm like, oh my gosh, like get this off my television. And Alexa is so amazing in so many ways. And she is like, you would, you would think on paper that Moment of Bliss is just going to be incredible, but they have like totally effed it up. I mean, having like Otis come out and be like a weird perv and like EC3 come out and be like, like you know uh, grunting and whatnot covered yeah. in like you know vaseline or baby oil or whatever like i don't know yeah, not for me I sat on those white seats i was like oh man don't sit on that white <laughs> stool with like with you're, just you're your man panties tan. on yeah put a coat <laughs> know, on or something it's gonna be totally like brown when he stands up <laughs> you know he's got on so much like you know fake tan fake bake is there anything <laughs> there was nothing really from smackdown good or bad i did like the the promo from uh daniel bryan at the end we just kind of went off on everybody but other than that, oh yeah daniel bryan let me just say like obviously you guys know i'm like all in on on the new daniel bryan but like i just loved how um you know he was like the he was like home you know he was the hometown boy um so he was getting cheered and daniel bryan is so brilliant that even though he is a like hardcore heel he managed to cut a babyface promo for the home like the home crowd because they were cheering him and still turned it around to like a heel promo because he was like you know i i know you guys understand here like you guys know we need change but unfortunately like i have to you know, present to a global audience, these idiots, you know, and I was just like, God, Daniel is so freaking good. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, he was really good. And obviously the Triple H thing, I thought Triple H freaking nailed that, um, that segment in the beginning of the show with like coming out and telling Charlotte, like, this has nothing to do with you. Like go back to the, um, go back to the locker room and whatever. And then just like basically like setting everything up and like elevating. I thought he did a really good job elevating the Becky and Rhonda match um, to make us just like bloodthirsty for it. He is, but is he a heel now? Because wasn't he just telling Seth Rollins that he wanted the old Seth Rollins back and kind of like pushing him to be, you know, to win. And then now he's, you know, doing, doing the exact opposite to Becky. I don't think, no, I don't think he's a heel because he came out to try to like make peace. Like he basically came out and was like, Becky, like, you know, you're suspended because you wouldn't go to the doctor. Well then Becky, I mean, if you're going to call someone a heel in this situation, it was definitely Becky because Becky was just like poking the bear. You know, he tried to leave the ring and then she provoked him by saying like, well, is Stephanie medically cleared or how is Stephanie, you know? So then, yeah, you know, I mean, she took a shot at his wife after, you know, she had basically like, you know, attacked Stephanie the night before. Um, So yeah, he had to, he had to step up and like show his dominance. Um, So I don't necessarily think it was like a heel move. I think it was just like a power move. Like, you know, all right, like you want to play hardball like this is what I think um and I thought it was brilliant and I thought she played it off brilliant like her facial expressions are just like I don't know like that smug smile and like she was like literally like an inch away from Triple H's face and I was just like oh my gosh this is so intense (laughs) you know this uh this elimination chamber is gonna be awesome um yeah I mean I don't think they're gonna take the belt off of Daniel Bryan after just giving him a brand new you know, Planet Eco Safe uh, Championship belt, but uh, you got some six six badass guys in that match. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, and you know what's cool about this Elimination Chamber is that like all of these guys have like intermingling storylines that I think have just really played into this actually meaning something. Um, and 
like the title means something, you know, like Daniel Bryan, like he is like that. He stands for like that title represents everything about him. So it is important to him. And like, you know, these people are coming to try to take it away. And I think that's what makes matches so interesting is because there's something to lose. Like for me, Brock Lesnar, like with the universal title, like it's basically just like he doesn't care about the universal title. It's just like a prop, you know, like he's had he's had a million championships, right? Like he's like, ah, it's Mm -hmm. whatever. Like I'm just another champion in, in WWE, um, versus like Daniel Bryan. I feel like I feel the passion there, you know? Um, and I like, I'm rooting for him and I want him to win. I guess they're going to keep Oscar off the show just to kind of have people forget that she beat Becky Lynch, which makes sense to me. Uh, she hasn't been on SmackDown since the Rumble, I don't think. And it's it, just... it makes no sense to me. Oh. I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I get it, like, whatever, if there's not room on the card for her to have a match. Because, like, you know, SmackDown is really, like, all the women are already in the elimination chamber. So it's kind of, like, they're kind of limited on their, their female roster on SmackDown anyway. And all the all the good women are in the in the elimination chamber but like at least show her backstage like at least show her like coming in contact with with becky or charlotte or somebody like just set something up like have her walking with the title over her shoulder like becky or um she beat becky clean um at the royal rumble and then just like disappears like i i can't understand it that was weird yeah uh did we see another Rey mysterio andrade match in this on this on SmackDown, no, it was a promo. They didn't actually fight, but they okay. did a. But um, Selena Vega came and cut like she did like a backstage. Oh, that's uh, right, that's like, right. Promo segment, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping they can save that for for WrestleMania. But I mean, they've they've fought you know a handful of times now. But still, that that feels like a WrestleMania worthy match. Yeah, I think I think both that that's always going to be good. I mean, it's always going to be exciting, even if you don't care about either one of those guys or they don't have anything on the line. Like that's going to be a damn good match. Can we talk about how all of a sudden Rusev and Shinsuke are a tag team? Like, yeah, weren't they just fighting for the U.S. title? Yeah, they were. Speaking of the U.S. title, it wasn't even on television this week. Our truth was nowhere to be found. Um, So we didn't have the women's title on TV and we didn't have uh, our truth on tv so yeah that like the the elias heel turn and the rusev heel turn both were confused i mean rusev is one of the most over guys out there i mean the rusev day thing was huge and still without aiden english it's still over big time and i'm Mm -hmm. you know now turning him heel i guess i don't really know what the what the deal is there i was hoping to see I was hoping Rusev would get a, a push after losing losing the title, and and he I feel like I'm you know, I'll give a spoiler alert. I'm making my that article for the Patreon account my my dream WrestleMania 35 card. I would love to see Daniel Bryan defend the belt against Rusev. I think you could do something fun with that, and Rusev can be like, "Hey, I came to this country. I used to hate you know the U.S. and now I love it here." Blah blah blah. And you're shitting on it, basically. It could be a cool thing, and, and you could elevate someone like him to main event status pretty easily. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this the tag team thing. Just I guess they just need an, they don't they don't need another tag team on SmackDown. But right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I guess they're trying to maybe shake up the tag team division on um, SmackDown. But why wouldn't you bring in an actual tag team from Raw or something? You know what I'm saying? Like bring yep. over a tag team that is legit instead of just like throwing these two guys who were formerly enemies a week ago um, together and just calling like calling them a tag team. Um, so yeah, it's like this week was very confusing. I was like, I, you know, like I said, both days I was doing my workout while I was watching it because I was like, there's really nothing happening here. I'm not going to just like sit down and take all of this in. So um, 
I, I mean, other than the Becky stuff and then the Daniel Bryan stuff, um, you know, that's pretty much all there was was going on. But hopefully next week, maybe we'll get a nice setup for for next week. It's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how they get all of these people onto WrestleMania. You know, I mean, you used to have. There's always at least one triple threat or four-way title match. I don't see that happening this year. Maybe with the U.S. or the Intercontinental titles, they'll do that. But uh, I think all the the main you know the, the main titles, the championships are going to be a one-on-one match, except for maybe the women's match. So well, know. there's so many titles now. Like, how do you True. decide what's getting what's getting defended on Mania? You know, I mean, there are so many with women's tag, and then you know both brands sets of titles, and then like you know, do you have like I don't know. It's 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 just crazy. It's going to be like a twelve hour show. It needs to be needs to be broken up into two days. Yeah, people say that. I thought it would be stupid, but you know that would that would be pretty awesome. I don't know how you would, you know, keep the keep the hype going for two mm-hmm. days. It'd be like a music festival or something, you know. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that too. Um, and part of me is like, ex- hopefully, they don't run out of water. That. Yeah. Oh yeah, like the fire festival. Yeah, that's what that's what it would be like. It would be like a total like fire festival situation. Like, what? I'm here for the first day of WrestleMania, and there's there's no matches. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, I, I could be down for that. But then part of me is like, why don't they just make it like a really good show and like cut out all the fluff? You know, yeah, like why yeah. do we why do we have to be here for eight hours? True. Yeah, yeah. Put it on. You know, put it on a different night or put something on. You know, do a build-up show the night before or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of things you can do. But, yeah, Raw and SmackDown were kind of a letdown. But I think this is, you know, building to the Elimination Chamber, and we'll see what happens there. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had some good thoughts on Halftime Heat. I think if, if you did not watch that and you watched that awful Super Bowl, Super Bowl and you didn't want to be the nerd and ask your friends to uh, change the channel to, uh, oh to WWE Network, you missed out. It was uh, it was pretty fun. and it, it was a spot fest, 100%, but I think in that scenario, it's an it's basically an exhibition match, you know, and it felt, it felt like it wasn't, you know, it was spotty, but it was, you know, exactly what you wanted in a 25-minute match with all those guys. It was fun. To, it was really fun. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was definitely fast paced. I mean, all of those guys are awesome. The crowd was the crowd was super into it. I mean, there was lots of like this is awesome chants and fight forever chants, um, and all of those things, which I thought was awesome. And they actually filmed it at the performance center. So I guess Seth um told me that they were doing tours of the performance center and then just like told everybody, like, Hey, we're gonna have a show, like come in here oh, and that's you know, awesome. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool that they that they filmed it there instead of uh filming it at uh full sale. And then we had uh Shawn Michaels and Vic Joseph on a commentary which was interesting i thought thought they did a good job oh you thought Shawn michaels did a good job that was one of my notes well i mean i just don't <laughs> go ahead and give your thoughts his his voice is not suited for for commentary i have to say no it's very it's not. very husky um but i mean he's a very knowledgeable dude so i mean he's down there with those guys you know, pretty, yeah, pretty you regularly. always get the nostalgia feels, even seeing Shawn Michaels, even someone like myself who's like, you know, team team Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. Like, you always still get the nostalgia feels anytime you see Shawn Michaels. The whole time I was watching that, I was thinking, man, I wish this was on NBC or USA because this is what, if you want to get people to subscribe for the network and, and, yeah. and know who these guys are before they come yeah. up, get this in front of as many fucking eyeballs as you can. You know, I mean, how many yeah. people are were somewhere where they could watch this during the actual Super Bowl? I wasn't. I was at a buddy's house, and you know, not of 
you know, everyone is watching it by themselves at their house and can switch over to the WWE Network at the. Well, true. They were hat. streaming it on all their social platforms too. So I mean, if you had you if you were on their Facebook, or, okay, that's um, good. Whatever. This, yeah, so they were streaming it on all those platforms too. But um, yeah, you don't want to be like the nerd in the corner, like watching, <laughs> you know, halftime heat, which I wouldn't give a crap. I mean, if you're you're a nerd, if you're sitting there watching that. Like I was gonna say, yeah. Maroon Five. <laughs> Speaking of botchamania, like that. Trust me, was every serious. everyone I was with would have much rather watched this wrestling match, and they are not. None of them were wrestling fans, but yeah, that was I didn't awful. even watch it, but I just watched the backlash of it, you know. And then, um, like you didn't have Drake come out. Like there was only like you know, it was just bad, bad, uh, bad, bad. I've talked about it before on the show, Sheena. I love when I watch a wrestling match, and there's something I've never seen before. And there was a move where Ricochet launched Gargano into Ciampa and Ciampa had Gargano like under his arm and then we saw Ricochet kind of reverse bulldog Ciampa and it caused him to basically DDT Gargano all in one move and I was I was like what what is this this is, this is so cool why why have I never seen this before and then um yeah. Rick, Ricochet who who I've never been a huge fan of you know he always starts the the match out with those like oh bouncing across the ropes kind of like flippity do moves but by the end yeah, of the, by the yeah. end of the match he had won me over he did that panama surprise which i think that's what it's called uh to adam cole adam cole jumped off the top rope and he kind of caught him and did like a i don't even know i had to rewind it like three times i couldn't understand how physically it was able to happen shout out to my buddy zach Egloff, who said the same thing uh we were talking about the match and he he was the star of this thing for me besides alistair black and 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 he's he's the guy who's ready we've talked about on the show i mean get this guy up onto the main roster asap yeah black uh, alistair is definitely is definitely ready for the main roster but yeah i thought um i thought halftime heat was cool i wish they would do more stuff like that just kind of give us those like little one-off shows because it wasn't you know it wasn't anything that was meant to like completely further any storylines i mean obviously uh velveteen dream won and got the you know opportunity to to challenge for a title shot but uh you know it was just meant to be like a really good um a good fun match and also did you notice they had a uh, chick referee which i was super pumped about i was like uh you know her name's jessica carr um but yeah she was refereeing and i was like oh man love this yeah i noticed her at uh the royal rumble i think she was one of the refs outside for a lot of the for the both of the royal rumble matches like just making sure people's feet hit the hit the mat but yeah i, I remember hearing reading an article about her she's like their the first ever woman referee which is pretty cool but, yeah it uh, is cool what about dreams football gear i, I totally <laughs> popped for that that was, I was cool like, yeah i was so there for that what a, what a push for him man you uh you, you you win the world's collide tournament thingamabobber before royal rumble and you get the pin at halftime heat and i guess that means he gets a a title match of his choosing on nxt coming up yeah so they are uh yeah they are definitely strapping the the rocket ship to to velveteen dream which he totally deserves i i love velveteen dream um so i'm excited to see where he goes and what he does with it and you know whether it's just whether it's strapping the rocket ship to him in nxt or whether it's going to be like shooting him up to you know the main roster to see what he does there but either way i'm there for it i love dream cool all right well we recap raw and smackdown we talked about that halftime heap let's get into our weekly go figure segment the money here we go money talks here comes the money All right, folks, this is our weekly Go Figure segment. This is when Sheena and I talk about the weekly purchases we've made for uh, action figures and whatnot. 
uh, over the last week since we last recorded. So this is uh, this is uh, we're going to get into it now. We'll start. Uh, I don't know. Let Sheena start here. I feel like I always let her start, but uh, let's let's go with Sheena here. Awesome. So we had we had a uh, good week here. It was it was light on quantity, but it was definitely definitely some quality. So we got Elite Series Two. Triple H. Wow. I know. Way back. Throwback. Um, So we've got Elite Series 2 Triple H. So he comes with like the the stylized, like King of Kings, like cloth t-shirt. He's got like the black trunks with the um, Triple H logo, you know, elbow pads, knee pads, wrist wraps, the whole Triple H, um, you know, gimmick. And then he's got his sledgehammer and a water bottle that it comes with too, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. And he's got like the goatee and the long blonde hair. Um, it's, it's just a super, a super dope figure. And I'm super pumped to like add it to the collection. Um, and then we also got the WrestleMania 35 Charlotte, uh, the, you know, gold gear. And for a base, it's a basic, so for a basic, it was just like such a nice figure. I mean, she looks amazing, uh, but I feel like most all Charlotte figures pretty much come out awesome. Um, so we got that. And then we got the ECW ringside exclusive CM. Oh, I saw that on your IG. That looks pretty yeah. badass. So yeah, it comes with the ECW championship, a microphone, like the molded, um, you like a skeleton shirt like it it comes in like the red box it is freaking amazing um so i'm super pumped and all you guys like if you are a patreon subscriber we are going to do an unboxing over there so if you are an moc because this is a this is a you know harder to find figure um so it's going to be kind of like a snuff film for you guys so i don't want you to be like heartbroken when you see me like break this guy out of his plastic prison so um, you know, just know that we're going to be doing that this week over on the Patreon. So if that's going to be something you're sensitive to or something that's going to trigger you, um, you have been warned. Tr- hashtag triggered. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I'm not as nice to look at as Sheena is, but I am doing an unboxing of Retro Series 7 this weekend. And uh, I'm going to nice. lo- unlock those bad boys and uh, Ooh, pull those out. Breathe. So, uh, yeah, that's not my purchases, but I just want to let everyone know that. So if you haven't uh, gotten the hint already, sign up for Patreon. And uh, we both have young children to feed and uh, and all that. So. <laughs> and figures to buy for you guys. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I picked up, just in the last 24 hours, I picked up Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose retro figures from GameStop for like 6 bucks and change. They're on clearance. All the clearance stuff at GameStop is 50% off right now. So head over there if you can. And uh, I didn't have either of those guys loose, so I have them on mint on card. So I'm going to pull those guys out of their plastic prison and uh, – and and add them to the fray. And I went on a little bit of a Hasbro bender. Well, first oh, I want to give first I want to give a shout out to a, I talked about this last week. Christopher Dean, uh, a listener of ours, sent me an elite Isaac Yankum DDS figure on the house free of charge. He has a buddy out in California, Anthony, who runs Frank and Son Collectible Show, uh, which is uh, if you Google it, it looks like a, a toy paradise. It's just a giant warehouse full of like almost like a flea market setup of just different stalls of toys and wrestlers. You, yeah. You've heard of it? You could, oh, we've been. Yeah. Oh, we, what? We, nice. Yeah, when we went to um, WrestleMania, we went to uh, – or no, no, no. It wasn't when I went to WrestleMania. We went to, I went to visit Seth when he was in San Diego. That's what it was. I went to visit Seth, and we drove down and went to Frankenstein's, and, and oh, my gosh, like it is – like you could get lost in there, and if oh, you're like so a collector, jealous. oh my gosh, it is insanity. Um, 
I mean, someone like ourselves, like we were just like looking at everything, oh, like geez. holy smokes. Because even stuff you don't collect, like it just like stuff that you had when you were a kid or stuff that you yep. didn't even know yep. existed. Um, I mean, it is just like stuff that you can't even. I mean, if if you've ever heard of it, it's there. Yeah, I'll post the picture to the Twitter account at Chick Foley Show. But it looks like I could spend like two days in this place, and I would I would probably have to mortgage my house. But uh, yeah, they sent me this. You know, that's the cool thing about the fake community. They just sent me a uh, Isaac Gankum on the house. Didn't ask for any kind of uh, you know plug or anything. But uh, shout out to those guys. I did pick up a nails, Ric Flair and Macho Man with the uh, the full entrance gear tassels uh, Hasbro's from my boy Haztel Toy. That's H A S T T E L T O Y on Instagram. If you collect Hasbro's, you have to hit my boy up because he's got all these things. They look like they were just made like six months ago. These things are in like mint condition and uh, definitely a reasonable price for them. Ships them out. And I got it in like less than two days. I think it was like, I think it was like exactly two days from when, when I bought them. So super fast shipping. And then uh, a friend off of a Facebook group, uh, Andy Brown, shout out to Wrestling Figures Anonymous on Facebook, one of the... Uh, the, uh, the Facebook groups I belong to, Rick Martell, Virgil, El Matador, Tito Santana, and Sergeant Slaughter. So in the course of a week, I uh, drained the, uh, the bank account a little bit, but I picked up you know close to eight Hasbros. I'm, I'm, I'm circling in, uh, Sheena. I have all, almost all of the uh, everything except for the final, the final series, which is uh, pretty pricey. So. Hey, but listen, like we talked about last week, you're getting that Xfinity money. Or was it Xfinity or DirecTV? Xfinity, yeah. Get, yeah, yeah. you got that Xfinity check that you don't got to spend every month now, you know? Yeah, you got 90 that in, days. that in-law television. There yeah. you go. Yep, yep, yep. That's uh, that's what's going on. So uh, some just some news and notes from the, uh, the figure world. Not too much going on. I've been to stores up and down. Uh, Walmart's targets. I've been trying to find these um, retro series eight. They haven't been out yet. The NXT series four you you have here that they were found in California, which uh, I yeah. haven't seen them anywhere else. But looks like people are finding them now, which is good. Yeah, yeah, they've been spotted. Um, we stopped at our targets around here, obviously a no go for the island. Um, but for all you people who are looking for them, you guys are in luck. I don't know, um, you know, most of you guys, if you know about BrickSeek, but it is a you know inventory tracker where you can go. We had talked about it on the show before, but you can go and check, um, like you know, Walmart, Target, like their their stock of things. Um, and you know, there's a for Target, there's the DCPI code, um, is what you need to look up. But what's super cool about NXT Series 4 is this is the first time that uh, each individual figure has had its own DCPI. Um, before, you would know, like, oh, like NXT, like this series, NXT, has a DCPI, right? So you got it in, you didn't know, like, what, like, what series NXT it was or what figures it was because it was all just under that one um, stock number. But, oh, wow. Yeah, so this time, um, they've actually given each figure its own DCPI. So I'm going to give you the guys, the numbers so you can get out and get to hunting for them and you can tra track them down at your local target. So you just go to brickseek.com and you um, go find your, you know, your zip code and put it in your local target. And then you're going to put the DCPI in. Um, so go to the target info tracker. And so what we usually do is like, we'll just check it like five o'clock in the morning, you know, each morning, it's just part of your morning routine. Check, check target, see if they got in, um, got in the NXT elites, um, or, you know, you can do this for other figures as well. It's not just NXT. It's obviously they're, they're all of their, their toys. But um, 
uh, Alistair, you guys get your pen and paper or your notes app on your phone. Um, the Alistair Black figure is at 087-061-266 is the DCPI for that for Target. Um, Drew is 087-062-574. Uh, Ruby is 087-063-869. And then Killian is 87 087- zero two five five zero um so definitely be checking for those happy hunting you guys um i'm i'm super pumped to get this series this is one of the best series that's been out um and i'm super stoked to get these figures in hand so i hope everyone who's looking for them um can cop them i was up in uh right outside of philadelphia over the weekend for a uh, a buddy of mine his uh kid's birthday so that me and the family went up there, spent the night, and uh, I made a quick trip to Target the next morning after checking Brickseek. They had, I didn't, I didn't check these individual numbers, but I somebody had posted a link, and I, I checked that they had eight NXT elites, and uh, I went in there, and they were all Alexander Rusev's. So I was yeah. looking, I was trying to hook you up, Sheena. I was trying to hook you up, but uh, it didn't yeah. happen. I, we, I, I noticed that too. We had a lot, we like a lot of Alexander Rusev just like showed up out of nowhere. I'm like, where had like, what warehouse did these figures come from? Like these were not here unless they were just like hanging out in the back un, unnoticed. And then some, some poor stock person put them out. But um, yeah, we're, we're flooded with Alexander Rusev. We have a, we have an Ember Moon too, I think. And that's a cool thing. That yeah. Oh, that, that figure is freaking major but um you know i mean and the, the rusev figure is cool too but it's just like why so many yeah uh, i mean they definitely need to go to five below send those all to five below come on <laughs> and my, my targets still have some of the now they have like the new day retros still like just kind of hanging around and uh i don't i don't know i mean we've we've talked about the distribution issues i mean it's it's, uh, it's definitely it's inconsistent yeah it's definitely inconsistent but sometimes i feel like you know, maybe that's just the thrill of the hunt. It is. Know? It um, is. I our, mean, yeah, our buddy thrilled, uh, square circle photography was, uh, I saw, I was watching his Instagram stories the other day and he was, um, he was talking about the Walmart tracking and I guess, you know, he gave her a number and she said that, you know, they can no longer look up individual numbers or whatever. And, uh, he's like, we got to go back to old school, just pounding the pavement, you know, store to store, you know? <laughs> and I just thought, I just thought it was so funny cause we get so spoiled being able to like look stuff up on that note. If you do see those DCPIs in your target and they are not on the pegs, don't be afraid to ask a target associate to do their job and go to the back and get the figure for you. Um, you know, that's what they're there for. Um, don't be rude to them. Obviously, you know, lead with kindness, but I feel like, you know, if somebody's like, Oh, I don't want to ask somebody or if it's not on the, it's not on the peg, like, no, go make them walk their butts back there and check for you. Dude. And also if you, if you are worried at all, there's a Starbucks in like every target, at least by me. Offer to buy the dude like a cup of coffee or something, you know, for three dollars. I guarantee they're going to move their ass and find that case of elite figures. Sometimes you got to spend yeah. money to make money, baby. Exactly. This is not. Well, and also, this is not Black Friday. This is the middle of February, and nobody out like scavenging the toy sections. You know, it's not a crazy time, right? Like that they can they have the time to go look for these figures for you. And I, as a former retail manager myself, believe me, I'm not just saying like go out and harass your retail people. Like I can speak from experience. Um, you know, just be kind, and people will, they'll help you out. Um, but like I said, don't be afraid to to at least ask. For sure. Uh, we saw the first images of our RetroFest 
Mr. Perfect, uh, which mm-hmm. is going to be, I'm pretty sure this is going to remain a GameStop exclusive. It is. And yep. uh, it looks pretty badass. I, I, I bagged on the, the Hacksaw Jim Duggan with the uh, the Venom mouth, but uh, yeah. I, I like this Mr. Perfect. This is with the Survivor Series 1992 getup. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little at, at first. I was a little disappointed because you know, Mister Perfect, like he's got all these like neonish, brightly colored um, yep, singlets yep. and stuff. Um, and I was kind of like, oh, it's like black and white. But I mean, it is a pretty iconic, you know, look because it is the the Survivor Series '92. Um, so you know, you, you when he came, it was when he came his comeback, right? He teamed with Macho Man to take on Ric Flair and Razor Ramon. Yep, so yep. you know, I, I I give it to him. I, I I'm. I'm definitely going to grab it. I'm definitely going to get it. But yeah, on, upon my initial like knee jerk reaction, I was like, Oh, black. What? Yeah. The, uh, I was feeling the same way, but yeah, I came around. I just, it's a clean look for sure. The, mm-hmm. uh, I do want to touch on the, the retro fest macho man and Shawn Michaels, which I paid like 30 bucks for are now $10 at uh GameStop. So if you need that macho man, the USA, uh, outfit nice. uh, yeah 10 bucks all the clearance anything clearance is uh 10 bucks at gamestop now so a lot of my stores still have those and i i, I almost pulled the trigger on the honky tonk man he's 12 bucks uh, oh I, my gosh why did you not pull the trigger on the ho- that that figure is awesome i know i know i just don't have any like i, I don't have any like uh emotional tie to honky tonk man I'm, I'm i'm doing a new generation collection i don't you know i'm doing the retro collection i don't you know, my kid doesn't know who he is. There's really no reason for me to own a honky tonk man figure. I mean, True. that is that is a badass looking figure, though. I'm if it's if it's ten bucks, if it's nine dollars eventually, <laughs> which it's gonna be. You know, I mean, it's three dollars. <laughs> so it's a three dollar difference. $2. I know. I got that. What am I talking about? Get that Xfinity money, baby. I should, I'm rolling in it, man. I'm in a fur coat right now. <laughs> Oh, oh man, you, you went to Burlington Coat Factory like yep. Michael Scott. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, Good stuff. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, that's it. That's it right now for our Go Figure segment. Uh, I know they they did release the the uh, the images of some new pop vinyls. We can get into that next week. I'm not I'm not much of a pop vinyl guy. I don't know if you are. Yeah, we, well, we collect WWE pops. Um, I oh, used cool. to be hardcore into collecting pops. I, okay, so I, I lie. I collect horror pops, and I collect WWE pops. Um, and I used to collect, like, all kinds of different things. Star Wars, I mean, you name it. Um, Stranger Things, um, Game of Thrones. But, man, it just – pop collecting is, like – that is a rabbit hole that, I mean, you cannot – you just you gotta you gotta get out. <laughs> you gotta get out of the pop game because you're never gonna keep up. And I was collecting pops for a long time. Like my first like Sheldon pop, I had Sheldon from Big Bang Theory, and um, I mean I've ha- I had that thing for I think it was like 2012. Um, and so I, that's how long I've I've been in the pop game. But uh, yeah, the, the pop game moved faster than I ever could keep up. And I, you know they just keep coming out with all these chases and stuff. So we have we have it limited. We have our horror pops. And we do get all all of the WWE. And this this Funko set is actually pretty nice. It's got the clear John Cena I like and that. then the Charlotte. Um, yeah, it's dope. I've made the decision to anything my son is interested in, like, you know, he's f- almost about to turn four. I'm going to grab a pop vinyl of everything. So he was into the Smurfs for a little while. Got a pop of Smurf. He was into Toy Story. He was, in, you know, he's a John Cena fan. So I'm going to, like, you know, from, from his entire, you know, childhood up, I'm just going to grab, like, 
whatever three things that he's into that year, I'm going to grab a pop vinyl and just have them like present, you know, all displayed oh, in cool. his room. Yeah, I thought that'd be yeah, pretty, that'll pretty cool. be that'll be cute. And you can find anything. I mean, there are some obscure pops out there, like stuff that I've never. And I'm pretty knowledgeable about a lot, a wide range of things. And there is stuff that I've never even heard of, like the most like nichiest of the niche people like yeah. i'm like oh my gosh there is a pop for everything um but yeah these wwe pops there is a, a rick flair in the red and silver robe uh and then there's a charlotte in her green like peacock gear um and then there is batista and randy orton um are all part of it. Then there's a Chase or an Amazon exclusive John Cena, which is pretty brilliant. Like I said, it is a clear, like completely clear figure playing off of the whole, like you can't see me um, angle. And we had a follower. I think it was a follower who was like somebody, they should just have sold like an empty box. I was just going to say, yeah, I saw that on Twitter or Instagram. For the, uh, for the, um, for the John Cena, but there's also a chase or no, it's not a a footlocker exclusive of Charlotte that is in blue gear. And, it's they're both pretty awesome. So yeah, we'll be definitely getting all of those. Hopefully we'll be able to get our hands on the, the chases as well or the exclusives. Um, but yeah. Very nice. Now onto our random merch of the week. And this is, uh, this is pretty cool. This, this gives me a throwback to my high school, uh, Marlboro light days. Oh yeah. You were a smoker. back unfortunately, in the good old days. Yeah. Unfortunately, like a pack a day. And, uh, I quit that, uh, around right after college, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Marlboro, those are that's a man cigarette. Well, yeah, I was I am Maryland. <laughs> you weren't smoking those Virginia Slims. <laughs> no, <You were> <laughs> no, no, I was up, a tough man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the the random merch of the week uh, is this set of three sable cigarette lighters. So I guess they're not cigarette lighters anymore. They're just lighters. But back in the day, you used to get like <laughs> cigarette lighters. Um, and I mean, it is like. It's sable in like all of this like provocative like white wife beater tied up in the middle like with water pouring water on herself like yellow like string bikini and then just like this black like dominatrix get up on the lighters and I can't help but think to myself like I'm just like I almost want to buy it just to see if they're those type of lighters that like you can like rub with your thumb and her top comes off. Oh, do you geez. remember those? No. <laughs> or, or like Bill. the heat, the, like the heat of your finger, like kind of like a mood ring type of thing. Is that what you're talking about? Oh my gosh. Yes. I don't know if this was just like a Southern thing. Maybe That sounds like a like... Kentucky thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's these back lighters that were like, you know, women in bikinis and you could get them at like, you know, I don't know, like wherever, like gas stations and stuff. Um, and you, if you'd like touch it with your thumb and like rub it, the heat of your thumb would like cause the the woman's top to like, you know, invisible. It would like go away. Oh and, my like, God. That her, is her classy. Breast, her, Oh, it's the it's the classiest of the classy. Um, and they had like coffee mugs and stuff that, that too. Like when you poured like hot coffee in them, it would like take the chicks bikinis off when with the heat. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, <laughs> just, thermo that... thermo technology is they definitely don't use thermo technology enough these days. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm wondering like, is this like legit WWF merch or is this like some sort of like like carnival fodder that um, you know? came up we'll post a picture of it on the instagram feed so you guys can look at it but they're 575 with 399 shipping i don't know if they work it doesn't i don't think it mentions if they work but my question is is like what are you going to say when the lady at the post office asks if you have anything like liquid fragile <laughs> potentially potentially hazardous like no i'm just i'm just sending these like you know 21 year old lighters <laughs> uh, so yeah i saw the picture that you uh you sent me and that was uh the most roll tide of sable uh ever that was a very uh, defining moment of my uh 
my teenage years when Sable uh, was introduced to me. So I won't get yeah. into any more detail than that. Yeah, I always like Sable. I, I don't know. I, I, were you if, in the Sable versus Sunny contest? Who were you? Who were were you Team Sable or were you Team Sunny? I don't remember. I was, I mean, I was definitely hardcore. Sun. I remember printing pictures of Sonny off on my parents' computer, like, you know, <laughs> where it was just a gant, 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 and, you know, just having like, you know, I was like, what am I going to, I don't know what I did with them. I don't, you, you hang know. them in your closet. That's what you do with there them. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah I, I was a, I was a fan of both of them. Sonny for sure, probably for long, for, for longer. Yeah. Well guys, if you're looking for a, um, you know, Last minute Valentine's gift for for your girl. <laughs> uh, we we will, we will be posting up. Oh, actually, sorry, we missed out on this item, so you uh, can't get it. it it's, it's sold or just ended. It it's sold. So, um, oh, or actually, man. we'll have to go look and see if it if it. Nope, time left. It just ended. So maybe he relisted them. Hopefully, he relisted them for you guys. And if there's a if you have someone you love in your life, um, you can give them these sable lighters, and they can smoke their Virginia Slims. If you find or it, light their or light their Yankee candles. Whatever. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Give it to your grandma. She can light her candles on them. If you find any random merch on eBay, definitely hit us up at askchickfoley at gmail.com. If you do, uh, we'll give you a shout-out on the show. We'd love to uh, hear from you guys on stuff like that. Let's go to our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. I will start Mm -hmm. this one off. I wanted to do something February-related, and uh, I went with In Your House 1990. I I think it was In Your House 6. from uh, It was from February 1996. This is Shawn Michaels versus Owen Hart. Uh, this was a great match. Two of the best, you know, pound for pound wrestlers, as Gorilla Monsoon used to say. And uh, Shawn Michaels won this match to, to move on to WrestleMania and main event. And uh, it was just a good, you know, good classic wrestling match. I loved Owen Hart back then. He was such a whiny, sniveling, shitty heel. And uh, he could just wrestle his ass off. And, and these two, they went at it pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I love I love that version of Owen too. Just like this, like sniveling little brother, yep. um, whiny. Hearts. Like, yeah, I just God, he's so he was so amazing. So yeah, definitely good choice. Um, I have again, I went with the February theme as well because yesterday was the 21 year um, anniversary of uh, this uh, Saturday night main event. But even though it happened on a Friday, so it wasn't a Saturday night main <laughs> event, but it was it was part of the main event series, and uh, it's the most watched wrestling event ever it's from february 5th 1988 uh it's a rematch between hogan and andre from uh from wrestlemania hogan finally loses the belt to andre after a four-year reign um and it's just a freaking like it's chaotic uh ted dibiase had paid a ref to get surgery to look like uh, <laughs> Dave to, to look like Dave Hebner, so there's like this twin controversy um, when both Dave and Earl are both in the ring, and Hogan is just like so confused and so baffled, and he's so jilted that he you know he got swindled out of his belt and everything. And in the backstage interview after the match, Hogan was going like, "How much did they pay for the plastic surgery? <laughs> How much did they pay?" Um, oh, so it was just it was just incredible, um, and. Then you know Andre sold the uh, the uh, t- championship to Ted DiBiase, so you know it was just it was just great. So you should definitely check that out. It's main event from February fifth, nineteen eighty eight. Good stuff. Nice, very nice. Uh, we have one listener mail to get to. Who's that from? It is from fan of Chick Foley. It is from uh, Big Mouth AJ, loyal fan. Let me pull it up really quickly. I had it saved here. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so this is um, 
from Big Mouth AJ, and the subject is for Phil. He says, Dear Phil, I love the podcast. Keep it up, guys. However, the reason I titled this, quote, for Phil, is because I think that you have some wrestling mental disease. It's called, quote, smark. (laughs) This disease would cause you to have extremely horrible opinions based on wrestling. I don't know the cure, but maybe someone like Sheena, who has correct opinions, could help you. Much love, AJ. P.S. This is obviously a joke, although I do agree, although I don't agree with some of your opinions. That's okay, AJ. <laughs> Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for donating to the Patreon account. I think it's good that, you know, you would want to listen to me if I had all the same opinions as you, you know? It's it's fun to have different opinions. And some, yeah. and I, 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 well, I, I guess I used to host a Ravens podcast. I still host it. I don't know. I don't, now that I started doing a wrestling podcast, it doesn't seem as fun anymore to talk about the Ravens, but that's a different story for a different day. Um, but people always accused me of like trying to just make up opinions, you know, just to be controversial and, and I, I don't do that. I just, you know, I tell people my opinion on stuff. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. And, uh, you know, I never try to change for anybody. But I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. I've, I've been, I've hear, I hear that quite a bit. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I mean, that's what is, makes. This is specific. I think this, this email came in um, during the Rumble. So I oh, guess yeah, there was he, something, no. there was something that was said during the Rumble. Um, that oh, I shit all that, over that, that women's Royal Rumble. I'll tell you what. I, <laughs> I, I used the, I, I used the Twitter what, account for bad that day. Yeah. People did yeah, not like me. I think me. that's what, um, I think that's what hashtag triggered <laughs> AJ. Was AJ, that, was it? AJ yeah, the loved women. the uh, he loved the Alicia Fox hat thing. I think he was all about that. I was not. He was. <laughs> no. I think. I think he probably has an Alicia Fox hat yep. as at his house. That he was. He was really offended that you did not appreciate the the mastery that went into um, Maria Kanellis and uh, Alicia Fox's Academy Award winning performance there. Yeah, and I tr- I always try to find. Uh, something good to talk about. I don't want to always talk about negative things. And I know the last couple of weeks of raw and SmackDown haven't been the best, but you know, we're still wrestling fans. You know, it's like, listen to sports talk radio. No one, no one calls up to say good things about their team. They all want to like, you know, shit on anything that they, I'm sure there's Patriots fans right now that are, you know, Tom Brady didn't look very good. And this in the Royal in uh super bowl, he's got to retire, you know, after he's got six super bowls now. So no, no one's ever happy. You know, that's what makes the world go round. Yeah, people people are always really quick to um, post their their negative opinions, right? Like it's so it's so much easier just to like spew your you know negative opinion out there than it is like most people who are happy with stuff like they're they're the quiet minority, you know? They're like okay, like I'm I'm content, like I'm not going to say anything. But the people who are pissed off about stuff, they're the ones that like lash out and make sure that their opinions know. Not that we're saying that about you, AJ. Just in general, no, we yeah. know you love the sh- we know you love the show. We know you love all things Chick Foley and um, my, myself and Phil as well. But um, yeah, it's just it's funny that I, I always go into like when I'm reading reviews, I go into that with that mentality. Like if there's bad reviews on or a few bad reviews, I'm like. You know, like those people really took time out of their day to like, you know, <laughs> bitch about something that was that was bad, you know, like on Amazon or wherever, you know. Um, so, well, funny story. My wife has been doing all the research for all our new appliances for our kitchen. So, you know, she's on Lowe's.com looking at, you know, all these different dishwashers and I have to pretend you know, that I care about, uh, different dishwashers, but you know, she's reading the reviews for dishwashers on, Oh, this one has bad reviews. I'm like, honey, who the hell is writing fucking dishwasher reviews who goes to lowe's website first off who buys a who buys a dishwasher and and writes a review on it i mean come on yeah 
Yeah, no it's one... um, you, I like to have my own experiences. I do take some of those things. Like if it's like if it's like a stream of negative reviews and they're all like the same, then I'm kind of like okay. But when sometimes I just like to like I like to form my own opinions. And you know their experience. I'm not gonna let their experience be my experience, right? Like good call. You know. So, anywho, um, but I thank love, you, I AJ, still love for, you, AJ. for writing yep. me. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but now I want to get into um, something that was super awesome was our Dean Ambrose contest. And you guys, like like I said, you guys delivered and it was so funny. So just to give everyone a reminder, at the top of the show, we, we held a contest uh, earlier in the week and we were asking people like what Dean was going to do with all of his new newfound free time since he's going to be, you know, not on the road all the time with WWE. Um, and we had you guys send emails at, or DMs to Chick Foley with, with what your predictions were. And we, there was a lot of them and a lot of them were really great, but we narrowed it down to our top three. Um, so we're going to go in order. The third place um, was from, let me pull it up here, the name from at, Ulti, U-L-T-I, underscore Matt, underscore Warrior. Big fan of Chick Foley. Um, and he says, as a major Ambrose uh, fan, this feels like a heartbreaking acceptance. Um, heartbreaking acceptance of his leaving. But I think in his spare time, he's going to master some titties. Oh, man. <laughs> so okay, he's going, like back to being, going back to being the titty master. That's okay. That was third place. Um, let me pull up the second place. All right, so this comes into us from Blake Writings Nine at Blake Writings Nine. Um, he says, "I personally think he will use his time off to become Mitch the Potted Plant's personal manager. He'll organize his meet and greets, schedule TV appearances, etc." I forgot all about that plant, man. That was that was with the uh, that was at the Chris Jericho feud. No, that was yeah. Well, that's when he had his uh, Ambrose Asylum show. Do you remember? Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had his Ambrose Asylum uh, show, and he had Mitch the Plant was always on there. Um, so that was, I thought that was really good um, because I, I hadn't thought about Mitch the Plant in a very, very long time. Um, our winner, this one, okay, let me preface this by saying I laughed out loud at just the thought of this. Um, I don't want you to think I was laughing at like the actual content. So <laughs> this okay. comes into it. This is our winner. It comes into us from, is that Chris young at, is that Chris young? He says, Dean Ambrose will work to perfect the PIM particle, which, um, for all you guys who may not know, I looked, I had to look that up and, um, it's the little, it's the particle that makes the ant man like, like go down to the size of ants. Oh God. I know there's a lot of like comic marks out there that are like pulling their hair out with that description. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> anyway, it says Dean Ambrose will, will work to perfect the PIM particle so he can shrink himself down in order to go inside Roman reigns and fight fit, fist fight his leukemia himself. <laughs> That is the that is best. Good. I'm just imagining like Dean Ambrose like shrinking down and like fighting these like leukemia cells, <laughs> like fist fighting them. Like it just is like the best. I just love it so much. Um, so congratulations. Is that Chris Young? Um, you are going to get that Dean Ambrose figure sent to you. So make sure that you send your information to uh, the Chick Foley DMs and we'll get that mailed out. And thank you to everyone who sent in your suggestions. We'll be posting a few of those on the Instagram stories and things like that. So um, I'm super stoked to, to let you guys read all the different ones. Very nice. Awesome. Uh, yep. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Sheena on Instagram at Chick Foley. And the, the Twitter account is at Chick Foley Show. I am I hate JJ Reddick on both Instagram and Twitter, so you can find us there. Check us out at ProWrestlingTees.com. And uh, when you listen to this, uh, sign up for our Patreon. We're going to put some cool stuff up on there in the next uh, week or two, and we're going to constantly have new things posted 
Uh, I think we're gonna do some watch-alongs. I want to re- I want to redo the '92 Royal Rumble. I want to rewatch the first episode of the WWE uh, redo of ECW, which was pretty awful and gr- great at the same time. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll have some cool stuff going up there very shortly. So definitely check it out. Uh, anything else before we get out of here, Sheena? I just wanted to give a quick shout out to um, one of our winners from our Royal Rumble contest at uh, wrestling underscore fig underscore nation. Um, Kevin is his name. He posted uh, an unboxing of his Usos figures that we sent him. So I thought that was super cool. He oh, posted it nice. on YouTube. So yeah, so you can uh, look it up uh, on YouTube. If you just type in Chick Foley, it should come up. But yeah, Kevin posted the uh, Usos unboxing and gave us a shout out. So awesome job, man. Thank you. Very cool. All right. Well, next week we'll be back. We'll be getting closer and closer to Elimination Chamber. We'll hopefully have some new figures in our stores that we can uh, purchase and uh, talk about here on the show and uh, all kinds of good stuff. And we might even see that new Paige movie, which uh, they, they she came on to both shows this week and showed the same trailer that been, they've been showing on TV for the last uh, six months. I thought they were going to maybe show a new trailer. Nope, still showing the same old trailer, but that's yep. okay, you know? Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to complain, AJ. I'm not going to complain. You know, it's good. <laughs> keep it, keep it positive, Phil. Jeez. You know, I like uh, I like Vince Vaughn. He's in the movie. He's good, and and the fat guy from uh, Hot Fuzz is in it. He's really funny. So you know, I think I'm excited. I'm sure that's what it says on his IMDb page. The fat guy from fat, Hot I, Fuzz. Yeah, I don't know his name. He's really funny though. Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. That's it for this week, folks. Stay classy, Marks. We will see you next week for Sheena Phelps. This is Phil Gentile signing off. See you guys. Rousey was just dominant. What? Who else here has a problem with me? All you guys are sitting here in the seat of your seats booing me. You guys give me a glaring at me. Will someone do something, huh? Yeah. Someone do something. Come on, Sarah. You want to look all tough? You want to skip me like one of your rabbits? Come on. Rousey is irate. Did she just try?